today's podcast, we're going to be looking at how we can manage rejection if we don't get an interview for a job or if we are interviewed and we don't receive a job offer. And I'm Jane and I'm one of the Stay Nimble career coaches and I'm going to be joined today by fellow Stay Nimble career coach Georgie Blackburn. So welcome Georgie. Thanks Jane and thank you for inviting me today. Um, I'm really looking forward to discussing lots of different strategies and tips for overcoming those feelings of rejection. That's great. I think most people I know or I've ever worked with at some point will receive a letdown for, in applying for a job. And I think particularly, you know, during the pandemic, many people have found themselves applying for roles which have re received huge volumes of applicants and often experience being turned down for a particular job. You could have worked really hard putting in an application only to receive a response saying that you won't be called for interview. Or maybe you experience the joy of getting an interview and prepping for it, and you're not sure how it went, and then you receive an email telling you that you've been unsuccessful and another candidate has the job. I mean, we've all been there, haven't we, Georgie? Absolutely. It certainly happened to me before and to most of the people that I've worked with. And it is horrible dealing initially with those feelings of hurt, disappointment or rejection. But something I always say to people in those circumstances is that it's normal to have those feelings. But the key is not to take the rejection personally or to dwell on it. Yeah, I think it's so important not to take that rejection to heart or see it as a personal failure. I mean, there are so many factors which may influence whether you're successful in getting a job. I think what's great is that there are things which you can do to improve your next application or interview opportunity. And we're going to be discussing some of those later in the podcast. But there are always factors which are outside of your control. I mean, for example, uh, there might be an internal candidate that the interviewers favour, they might restructure, or there's not enough budget, and so the position doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I agree. There are a lot of factors to play um, that you know go beyond the job seeker's control. I mean, I've helped members when there was really no specific reason why they didn't get the job, just that another candidate was a better fit, or someone from within the organisation, like you say, and they've got the job internally. And these sorts of things just can't be influenced by you, can they? No, you're absolutely right. I think what is helpful when a job application or interview doesn't go well is to get some feedback. So, Georgie, how do you think candidates should go about getting feedback? I mean, I think that a polite and personalised message, ideally to the person that interviewed you, although sometimes it might need to be the person in, in HR that's managing the whole recruitment process, you could thank them for their update about the application or interview and say that you really appreciated meeting with them and their team or having the opportunity to apply. Then add that you'd really like some feedback about your interview skills and overall qualifications. You can then say something about, you know, that you're always looking for ways to improve and that you would really value this person's insight as you continue in your job search. Well, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, I think by doing this, you're not only getting hopefully some really honest feedback that you can use in the future, but you're also showing that you're seeking to continuously improve, which employers are always keen on, aren't they? Um, it leaves them with a really good impression of you. And I've known people to get turned down for a job only to be offered either the same job or a different one with the same employer at a later date. So that lasting impression that they have of you is absolutely vital. Oh, I do agree. It's great when you can get that specific feedback about your application or your performance at interview. 
although you may not always get the response you know you might not get a response because recruiters are very busy but I think even if we don't get any feedback I think it's always useful to do some self-reflection on the application interview process and when I'm working with people in this area I always get them to think about what they did well what they didn't do well and then most importantly what would they do differently next time to improve their next application or interview so we've talked previously about what's not within your control in applications and interviews but what are some of the reasons Georgie do you think that you might not be chosen for an interview so there could be many reasons why you don't get chosen but um, some of the most common reasons that I come across with Stay Nimble members Firstly, maybe you just don't have enough experience in that particular type of work or the industry, or you didn't communicate it well enough. Another reason could be that your skills aren't a close enough match to the person's specification, or you are unable to demonstrate them fully enough through your application or at interview. Occasionally, I hear it said that you know, an employer might think that you're overqualified or too experienced and therefore worry that you might not stay very long and might not be enough of a challenge. So that might come down to how you actually pitch yourself for the role. And lastly, it can just be down to your performance in the interview on the day. Perhaps nerves got in the way of you performing at your best, or if you had to do a presentation or an exercise, maybe it just didn't go so well on the day. So um, do you have any advice for how to get better at applications and interviews, Jane? Yes, I think the great thing, there is a lot of ways of improving your approach. And we have a number of articles on the Stay Nimble website, which will look at how to make successful applications, how to be effective at interview. So I would start by saying what you really need to do is to analyse the skills and requirements of the job you're applying for and make sure you're fully addressing those particular requirements and give examples on your CV when you're talking at interview as well. So in respect to that, using the STAR framework can be very helpful because you explain in detail the situation, the tasks, the actions you took, and most importantly, what was the outcome you achieved? I mean, is there anything that really stands out to you, Georgie, as ways of doing things differently in job applications and interviews? Well, like you say, Jane, it is so important to tailor your CV or application to the job vacancy. And I always say, just make it really easy for the recruiter to see how you match the job that you're applying for. Remember, they may be sifting through hundreds of applications. So go through each of the requirements step by step and say how you meet each one. And then when it comes to interviews, I think really preparation is key. Try to anticipate the sort of questions that might come up. You could practice writing out some answers and saying out aloud your responses to some common interview questions and really do your research on the company and the role and who's interviewing you. Think about why you want to work there and what you can offer and show your enthusiasm for the role and for the company. Also prepare some questions to ask them because you know, that shows your enthusiasm as well and your interest in the role. So overall, this preparation can really help to build your confidence after you've faced rejection, which will really help you to come across in a more confident way at interview. Yeah, I agree. So if you don't succeed in an application or a job interview, there are lots of things which you can do differently next time. 
And I, I really think that developing a positive mindset is so important when you're tackling rejections from job interviews um, and applications. I, I mean, I remember working with a client who received a number of knockbacks and she'd been in, unsuccessful in about five different interviews. However, she never took any of the rejection personally and always resolved to learn from each setback and went into each interview with uh, a positive and fresh mindset um, at the, each time she believed she would succeed, which, of course, she eventually did. Oh, that's brilliant to hear, you know, how your client managed to bounce back from that rejection. I'll also add that that perseverance is so important and to not let that rejection take a hold. Even the word rejection holds so many negative connotations, doesn't it? And it, it really can act as a block to progress. And I like to see it as a redirection instead, hopefully to something better. Yes, I, I really like that. Seeing it as a redirection instead of a rejection. Yeah. I mean, one way to keep persevering and to stay in the right frame of mind for your job search could be to keep a positivity or gratitude diary. I've known people to, you know, for that to really help them. It can be as simple as writing down three things that you've achieved relating to your job search each day, however small they might seem, or something that you feel grateful for, such as, you know, I found a really fantastic job vacancy that I want to apply for. Recognise the positive emotion that's behind that achievement or gratitude. And over time, these feelings should start to override the more negative emotions and difficulties that you might be experiencing in your job search. This will hopefully lead to improved morale and to help you to stay motivated. That's excellent. I do. I really like the idea of the gratitude diary and thinking about things you're grateful for. So um, I'm just wondering, have you come across um, a current advert for joining the armed forces, uh, which has got the strap line, fail, learn, win? I think it's so important to accept that we're all going to have rejections and failures at job applications and interviews, just as we experience, you know, different failures in life. But what's so important is that we take the time to learn about why we didn't achieve our goal. And in the case of getting a, the job we want, if we aim to do something differently and keep going, eventually we will achieve our win and get the job we want. Absolutely. I mean, as with life, we need to keep learning and developing, don't we? I mean, I like what um, Albert Einstein said about insanity. He said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Oh, that's brilliant. We can all be guilty of that at times, can't we? Yes, definitely. And um, I mean, you do need to make changes to your approach, particularly if you're receiving similar feedback from you know, many different employers. For instance, you might find that not having a certain qualification or type of experience um, seems to be holding you back from getting the jobs you're applying for. So you could think about the steps that you can take to get this experience or to develop your skills further. I mean, volunteering can be a really great way to build up some relevant and recent experience. And the good thing about this is you can usually try and fit it around your job searching and your other commitments. Another way could be to get involved in a project for a friend or for a family member. Sometimes when people are already in work, they find it difficult to branch out to get that experience. So you could ask your employer for maybe a secondment to a different department um, or to get involved in a project so that you can get the experience that you might need that way. And if you find that you're lacking in a particular qualification or some relevant training, 
There are lots of free courses out there, including those available through the Stay Nimble website. And I, I believe it's never too late to gain qualifications and to, to learn um, through maybe going to college or enrolling on a, a university course if you feel that that's what's stopping you. But do make sure that you fully research what you need and really think through whether it is a lack of qualifications that's going to make the difference or if it's something else that might be standing in your way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's some really good ideas there around, you know, getting further qualifications or getting experience through volunteering and, and other ways. I also think that given that the process from starting an application to getting a job offer can take considerable time, it's so important not to let the fatigue or rejection set in. It's so important not to see rejection as a measure of your own self-worth. That's right, Jane. You, you have to have a mindset that keeps you going for the long haul. I think it's just as important to recognise the things you've done well, both from feedback received from any interviews or applications, and also from successes that you've had in your current job or in the past. Recognise where you've got to already and celebrate those small wins along the way, because it's all getting you closer to where you want to be after all. Absolutely. Staying positive, staying focused, and eventually you will succeed in getting the job that you want. So really to sum up, remember, don't take rejection personally. Always ask for feedback and focus on factors that you can control, like making sure you tailor your CV or application to the job vacancy. Is there anything else you think that um, our listeners should remember? I mean, I would say reframe rejection and see it as redirection, like I mentioned. For example, looking at ways as well to get better qualified or gain more experience through volunteering. Yeah, that's really helpful. It's often about looking at the different ways to maintain a positive mindset, like reminding yourself of your strengths and your achievements. So that's great. Thank you so much, Georgie, for all your contributions to this uh, podcast. Really spot on. Oh, you're welcome, Jane. And it's been really good to discuss some of the ways that people can change their mindset and approach to finding a job um, in these really difficult times. Thanks. It's been great talking to you too. And hopefully we've succeeded in providing our listeners with some positive advice and useful tips for staying proactive when applying for jobs.